Hello and welcome to At First Glance, a podcast where we take a glance at movies, television, anime, video games, and let you know if it's worth a second. I'm your host, Jeremy McKinley, and today we're talking about Nobody, aka Saul Wick, is directed by a guy whose name I can't pronounce, so I'm just going to call him the guy that did Hardcore Henry a first-person POV action flick I really enjoyed, but it's the kind of movie that if you get motion sickness playing like first-person shooters, it would not be the film for you, but I thought it was a great experiment in terms of just doing something new with the action genre. The film stars Bob Odenkirk, Connie Nelson, Christopher Lloyd, and the RZA, to name a few people in this movie. Now, at first glance, pun intended, This movie seems like your typical average Joe family man with a particular set of skills type of movie. And you'd be right, in a way. In theme, it's more like a lighter version of Death Wish or Death Sentence. It's uh, it's very Charles Bronson in its examination of pent-up male frustration. Now, this film is in no way trying to reinvent the wheel, and that is not a bad thing by any stretch. Uh, Bob Odenkirk, who is the star here, is absolutely fantastic in this film. It's rare to see an actor who's primarily known for comedy and drama to pull off a believable turn as an acting star, uh, especially because he's like you know in his like mid fifties too. So it's 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 kind of like the uh, you just can't believe it's not just that you can't believe it, but. Uh, on top of just him playing comedies and dramas, he's always been that guy that we've been known to talk his way out of situations. You know, he's always uh, he's always the fast talker. He's the you know he's he's slipping Jimmy from Better Call Saul. He's Saul Goodman from Breaking Bad. Obviously, he always kind of came across as that likable, sleazy used car salesman type guy. And um, so for him to be believable as an action star, it was a uh, it was just an interesting like kind of mix, but Bob makes it look easy. Uh, now, I'm sure the training he got from uh, 8711 Action Design, which is the uh, the same place that trained Keanu for John Wick and Charlize for Atomic Blonde, uh, did a great job in making Bob move like an absolute badass. But uh, the acting has got to be there, too. And it's definitely there, for sure. Uh, he definitely is uh, he definitely is front and center for about 90% of this movie. And he has uh, he, he takes full command, as uh, he's done before. Now, because this movie is sold as from the guys that brought you John Wick, there's an expectation of wall-to-wall super stylish fighting and gunplay. And there is just not... To John Wick levels. Uh, they spend more time with building a great character and his unhappiness with life, even though he's a relatively happy family man. I also love that he's not so badass that he's untouchable. Uh, he actually starts off really rusty, and he takes a lot of hits as he builds his chops back up, which is something I really appreciated from a storytelling standpoint. The upsides to this film, besides Bob and the excellent action set pieces is the pacing. Uh, This one comes in at a cool and crisp 92 minutes, and it has no fat to trim from my personal opinion. The supporting characters are solid and never overstay their welcome. Uh, The main character has a family that I feel suits what they need to do. Uh, They're not fully fleshed out, but definitely enough to know that they feel like a real family. I definitely love the, uh, you know, few tidbit moments with his wife, obviously. And uh, there's no real secret, uh, or there's not really like a secret where like he does something and then the wife is um, shocked in terms of like, where did this come from? She knows 
uh, her husband has a past. So there's no real like you were like you have the whole other life I didn't know about type thing we've seen before. It's just more like, oh, you're back at this and, you know, I'm patching you up. And I really dug that. But I also dug that they kind of lightly touch into the fact that it's, you know, it's dealt a uh, dealt a heavy blow on their relationship. And so they've been uh, they've been kind of drifting apart and. But not in a way that's mean. It it just feels like, you know, if you just kind of get lost in the monotony of life and, you know, living your life, you know, taking care of the kids, being a parent, it, like you just drift apart. And they uh, they touch that subtly, although the separation angle in terms of them being apart, even though they live in the same bed, is kind of a is slightly heavy handed in its um, in its vision or in its visuals of how they show that. But I did like that. And I thought his daughter was absolutely adorable and uh Things that set him off regarding his daughter, I could totally understand and get behind. Even though I'm not a dad yet, I got nieces and, uh, you know, I'm just a very protective guy when it comes to little girls. So I, I, I totally get it. And uh, his son is uh, comes across as a bit of a dick, but believably so. But not believably so, but understandably so. Like, he's not, like, you know where it's coming from. And it's coming from a valid place that, that needs to be addressed. And it's not just him being disrespectful for simply being a bratty teen now now it definitely now definitely an older you know person obviously wouldn't talk to their dad that way but he's that young but the kid has a good heart and there's a part in the movie that kind of sets this whole thing going that really kind of sets up this kind of like animosity between the son and the dad and it's believable and i liked it and uh yeah i thought it was uh i thought it was done well all things considered, uh, other characters that I really enjoyed, uh, Doc Brown, uh, his dad, uh, played by Christopher Lloyd, uh, gets to be a badass in this, actually. He doesn't get much, but in the moments he's there, I dig him. He doesn't, he says very little, but it says a lot, and he has a little, uh, he has a little moments to, uh, to kick ass and be awesome, and I, and I really dug that. Uh, there's a surprise, and I wouldn't say surprise, because his name's definitely in the credits, the RZA. Of course, you know from world famous Wu Tang Clan fame, but uh, but yeah, Rizzo's uh, in here for a small bit, and he's enjoyable and kicks ass as well. It was, uh, he kicks more ass definitely than he did in his own movie uh, Man with the Iron Fist. So I guess that's just a tribute to uh, the kind of just amazing training that 8711 can give to their actors and make just anyone look like a competent badass because he looked badass as well. He had a slight, he had a small little fight scene, and uh, it was well done, and I really enjoyed it, and it looked. Like he was kicking ass, so I really love that. Uh, the only real downside is the villain, but he's not really in it that much, and he's really just there to make Bob look awesome, and he does just that. He, he's definitely not a bad villain. He's a very simple villain, and I feel like this movie is very self-aware of how simple he is. He has a little simple thing that he does that kind of gives him a little personality, and uh, he's just, you know, he's just your, you know, like, run-of-the-mill, like, Russian bad guy with a bunch of Russian hitmen that are gonna eventually all die in a beautiful ballet of bullets and knives and explosions, and and uh, that's really all I needed. They didn't promise a lot from him, and they—I feel like the movie delivers on what it promises. So all in all, I thought this was a really good action movie that just knows exactly what it is. And uh, I'm gonna give it an 8.5 out of 10. Thank you for joining me for At First Glance. You can find us on Podbean at our at our homepage, and you can find us on the Apple Podcasts. And um, until next time, thank you for joining me.